For the LGBTQ community, we can't face, much less win, against the attacks we face from radical corners of America and the Florida governor's mansion without the help and support of our allies. It is no secret some of our greatest allies come from the world of entertainment. There is no greater ally than Broadway star, singer and songwriter, and Academy Award-winning Disney princess, Adina Menzel. Welcome to Unapologetically Queer. I'm your host, Al Ferguson, and I am proud to talk to some of the most interesting people of our LGBTQ community that are the most interesting to the LGBTQ community. This program is unique because it is an unedited conversation. At Hotspots Magazine, Happening Out Television Network, we are a nonprofit 501c3 media company in the same lane of PBS and NPR. Our mission is based on the 10 pillars of the LGBTQ community. We believe our history and future are based on the communities of Black LGBTQ+, Latino, trans, students and youth, seniors, HIV AIDS healthcare, business, social justice, and faith. And in today's conversation, our featured pillar of lesbian and queer women. My guest, Adina Menzel, is beloved by our LGBTQ community. This Tony Award winner was the star of Rent during the height of AIDS ravaging our LGBTQ community. She was voted the greatest movie, television, and Broadway villain in history as Alphaba, the green witch from Wicked. Her song, Defying Gravity, became an anthem for drag queens everywhere. She rocked the queer community playing the rejecting mother parent to Leah Michelle in Glee. Your range is better. It was impressive a year and a half ago, but it's even better now. No, this is a private rehearsal. What song you auditioning with? Somewhere there's a place for us. I just said that there wasn't. I'm talking about the song. I played Maria 18 times. Somewhere is the perfect audition song for you. You should do it. Well, I was considering it, but it's a very challenging song, so I was just going to do I Feel Pretty, which I'm actually amazing at. You will never become a star or get the lead if you play it safe. Try it. And became the beloved Disney princess of the biggest animated film of all time as Elsa in Frozen. Her song, Let It Go, became another anthem for drag queens. Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know. Well, now they know. Let it go. I love the song Let It Go because it's larger than just the character. It speaks to anyone that's holding back something that makes them special and unique. We all do that in certain ways. What a relief to finally find those points in your life where you just are able to let go and be completely who you are. 
During June Pride Month, Menzel announces a new dance music album called Drama Queen, and it is dedicated to the LGBTQ community, thanking queer people across America for leading the support of her career. Welcome, Adina Menzel to Unapologetically Queer. Thank you for joining us. It's uh, it's an excellent opportunity to talk about big mile post in in uh, in your career uh, leading up to this exciting new uh, music program, which I'm gonna or uh, your album and, and new song, which I'm gonna tell you about something interesting that's happened here in Florida with your song. Uh, but let me start in 1995. Of course, uh, you auditioned for the role of Maureen Johnson in Rent. Uh, in the mm -hmm. LGBTQ community, the character is bisexual. She's a diva, and she's the kind mm -hmm. of character when she walks into the room, all eyes turn to her in the room, which is completely uh, gay men. Uh, and I've always been asked about your character in uh, in Rent. Is there uh, is there any typecasting that went on to uh, your character participation in Rent? Are you that girl? <laughs> There's a lot of me. Yes, I think Jonathan definitely, um, once he got to know me, started um, uh, incorporating my my personality, for better or for worse. She's very um, self-absorbed, Maureen. But, um, and as far as, are you asking me about my sexual orientation? No, 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 no. I, Just know. the idea that oh. uh, that character, uh, all eyes uh, turn uh, to the Maureen character. And I, I, I'm just oh, curious, well, is that yeah, your experience or your life? Uh, it depends what rooms I'm in, you know? Um, uh, definitely in New York City, I feel people <laughs> recognize me more um, than if I go into a gay bar somewhere. Yeah, sure, I'm like Madonna. But uh, out in LA, you know, uh, us theater people are less, um, you know, uh, anointed, if you will. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I guess if probably if on a day where I'm feeling good about myself, I bet you I um, put out some good energy and, you know, sort of you have that magnetic thing, just like anybody. And then on the days when we're not feeling so great about ourselves, probably sort of, you know, um, fade into the, into the um, shadows a little bit. When you, when you came to Rent, of course, uh, we were at the height of AIDS, the worst of it. Actually, for me, and I, I think most gay men would say, would be in the mid-1990s. In December, I interviewed Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, as he was getting ready to leave, uh, he did the only television interview uh, with us at uh, Queer News Tonight. And he talked about his relationship with the ACT UP founder and his love of Larry Kramer. And he told this story that Larry Kramer told him in the 90s, oh, you've got to go and see this new Broadway musical called Rent. And uh, he ended up going to see it. And he told me in the interview in December that he thought Rent was so incredibly important because it helped preach acceptance for the LGBTQ community. And I thought about the conversation with uh, Dr. Fauci and now with you, nearly 30 mm -hmm. years later from, from Rent, um, your character role of Maureen and Rent in the AIDS crisis in the 1990s, uh, what did it mean to you to do that and all of the intersections of, 
of what we've watched with AIDS, especially in the LGBTQ community? Oh my gosh, that's such a big question. Um, I, I think I had some awareness back then, but probably had much more as I've been away from it, had a more objective point of view because um, it was such a, um, um, God, a profound time, a um, sort of out-of-body experience for me. It was my very first um, professional job um, developing this new musical with Jonathan Larson and then having Jonathan Larson leave us and and pass away and sort of what kind of precedent that set for all of us in the cast and sort of in our process and, and what it meant to be on stage every night and more than any other show. Every single day I walk down the street I hear people say baby so sweet ever since puberty everybody stares at me boys girls I can't help it baby responsibility you know to to do right by him and get his message across and get his music out there and do it all you know posthumously is this was such um uh such a responsibility and um and so that with the the profound meaning and themes in the show and the 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 representation you know back then i mean i don't think it was since hair that you saw characters perhaps like that on stage um and and for the community the queer community to see themselves are reflected in this in this beautiful way um was just was so so important i think it still is important to this day and how and it even went it tours and goes into schools now you know um i think that uh it was a place it was sort of like um uh oh my god what i want to say it was just this this place that people could come and heal and grieve together um celebrate life together yeah. uh, have an understanding of you know no day but today like you know it's trying to be present and trying to appreciate every moment that we have together um all of that was just for a young 25 26 year old young woman um uh was informative to say the least it was it was life-changing and um hopefully i think informed who I am today, how I approach my life as a um, performer, as an artist, um, you know, my connection to an audience, my my willingness at least to take a risk and be vulnerable, knowing that because of that time and that show, um, that's what connected to people, that's what could change people, that's what could, you know, give us all this common experience um and so that just it's hard for me to put into words um, oh no because... you did it really well and and <laughs> and uh, for for especially gay men uh uh the 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 show was iconic and life-changing it's interesting to me as an ally you say it's life-changing for lgbtq community that saw it 
uh, especially in the 90s. It was life-changing. I, I also want to talk about another big moment uh, in your career and for LGBTQ community. Uh, and that, of course, was in 2003. Uh, as everyone knows, for the gay community, the Wizard of Oz is iconic. Judy <laughs> Garland's Over the Rainbow is an anthem. Uh, the rainbow is actually, as everyone knows, the symbol of our community worldwide. And it is because of mm -hmm. Judy Garland, the song, and the movie. So therefore, nobody better touch Oz until Wicked. And it's interesting okay. to me, uh, and, and one of the reasons why you are so beloved in the gay community, you play the Wicked Witch of the West, Alphaba. Tell me about that experience. When you get this role and you, you play it and opposite Kristen Chenoweth, what, what was the experience like? I know you, it's, uh, you know, a number of years have gone by, but, but the beginning early days of playing that character, what was that like? Long before Dorothy dropped in, two other girls met in the land of Oz. They became best friends until they called one good and the other one wicked. Wicked, the musical phenomenon and the untold story of the Witches of Oz. The wizard will see you now! It was complicated. <laughs> because, um, first of all, playing that character, the blocking of that character in the show, she's always sort of put on one side of the stage and everyone else is on the other side of the stage and they're all pointing and bullying her and hating her. Um, and these were my cast members who I loved and they loved me, but to kind of get into that character every day and having, feeling that sort of loneliness, I think was something that, um, I tapped into and maybe maybe the queer community tapped into with Alphaba, this sort of um, this young person that feels so much and has so much fire in her and magic, you know, sorcery, and is afraid to really surrender that for fear of hurting the people that she loves, you know? And um, I think that a lot of us, not just my friends in the queer community feel that, you know, even women were afraid to unleash, you know, this sort of um, ferocity that we have, that thing that makes us so special and, and extraordinary in our lives, you know, but even more so, I think the idea of not being seen or heard the way we, we deserve to be, perhaps that's what connected with everyone. Um, uh, I'm I think curious, that, are, are you, do, I, I know you've been asked about the role a thousand times, but it, I, I'm so curious from the standpoint of, are you, does it, does it wash over you in your understanding of how iconic you and uh, your association with Alphaba and, and Wicked is for the gay community, for LGBT. Does it wash over you how important the character is? Because the character is a villain. And, and LGBT last year, there was a survey of um, uh, your performance and Alphaba was voted in the LGBTQ community as the favorite movie, television, or Broadway villain in history. And the reason is, is because mm. the Wicked Witch of the West in Wicked is really the anti-hero. 
and every gay person, every LGBT person just digests that. Does that wash over you, do you think? And, and yeah, I get that. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand it. Um, you know, I mentally understand it. Do I always receive it? Um, does it wash over me in my heart? Can I accept that? Cause it's a, it's, it's so beautiful and, but it's, it's intense, you know, um, it's, it, it's moving to me. It makes me feel emotional even hearing you just say, it. Yeah. um, I, I think characters that are misunderstood, you know, um, sort of judging the book by its cover, you know, understanding that so often the people that are um that uh are vilified um that they're wounded inside and that that it comes from that pain and that trauma in their lives you know and so it gives us um you know the whole for me the whole reason we have the arts is to foster empathy and to to live in the shoes of others and to understand other people's experience um and so um i think that you know that's it's a it's a calling to the world that doesn't understand those of us who feel unseen to say wait a minute you know there's something special inside here or you're, you're not you're not quite getting it. Um, perhaps you're projecting your own fear of being seen and heard as well. Yeah. Um, which I think has a lot to do with what's going down in, in Florida these days. Well, as, and, and speaking of that in Florida, uh, we said you're going to uh, be coming to St. Pete Pride uh, at the end of the mm -hmm. month. Everyone in Florida is excited. I, I want to talk a moment uh, before we wrap up about um, music. I want to tell you about something that has just happened for me. Uh, I have just come back from Walt Disney World's Gay Days, and uh, as the LGBTQ community... I was hoping knows, to be there, by the way. Uh, I was hoping uh, uh, to... We would have loved you uh, to be there. It's the largest LGBT festival in the world, more than 100,000. Uh, four major events, Gay Days, OMW, Girls in Wonderland, and the Disney Bears Jamboree. Uh, we're presenting <laughs> sponsors, so I went to so many events and 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 parties. And uh, an interesting thing happened. I, I knew about uh, getting to talk to you, but I didn't know what was going to happen. This interesting thing was I was at the opening night Gay Days party uh, the first night, and I heard this song that I had not heard before, and it immediately got my attention because of the words. I was listening carefully. And here are some of the lyrics. I just want to put it in front of everyone. It's my moment, spotlight on me, shine like a disco ball, Baby, I want it all. So tonight, it's my turn. Yeah, I'm taking center stage. Because tonight, I come first. If you're standing in my way, you better move for me. End quote of the lyrics. <laughs> I asked this world-famous DJ that was playing this song that I had never heard of, and he smiled and said, uh, Adina Menzel has a dance song called Move. Over the next yeah, he was of the playing four it. events... I heard the song a half a dozen times. 
The Yay! gay community is already pouring in on Move. Now, you have this album coming uh, in August, but the inspiration of Move and the words that you said of the dedication in June Pride Month and to the community and a disco dance song, what was the motivation of that? Why did you decide to honor LGBT and our community in the way you did in this just fantastic song? We're going to play a bit of it uh, uh, in a bit. What was the motivation for it? Ah, uh, okay. Well, the title of the entire album is called Drama Queen. Um, it's my way of reclaiming that term, sort of like diva, right? So it's, you know, because I feel, and it all comes from my experience first, you know, um, and right. then, so for me, obviously, I've played quite a number of queens in my life, um, <laughs> and I, I, I think I am a queen in my my home here, my hot Elsa, son, and my husband. Lee, uh, yeah, I could go on and on, right? A lot of queens. Um, and um, also, I'm a queen in my own mind. Um, but yeah, but I have really big feelings, and I'm bold, and I'm emotional, and I'm passionate, and fiery, and very sensitive sometimes. And um, and I think that's you know what makes us pretty cool, you know, and. Um, uh, and so I just, I wanted to embrace that. I thought, you know, um, I, I do feel like, um, I, I wanted people to, I, they're, sorry, I don't mean to, to, um, stutter here. Um, I do feel like it's an opportunity for me to express my gratitude to this community um, for, you know, like we've talked a lot about my roles and sort of seeing them through the lens of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, the truth is I couldn't have done those roles. I couldn't have had my career really without this community's support and acceptance of my creativity and my choices. Um, and honestly, I've been inspired by um, the courage that it takes to live your life authentically. And I see that in my closest friends and anyone else that I don't know personally, but that are out there doing the same thing. And so um, that's that's the precedent I try to set for myself. And that's where everything comes from. And so um, to be down there in, in Florida, um, I'd like to be an ally if everyone would have me. I'd like to be fighting the fight. Um, I think that everyone in the queer community is exhausted for their whole lives trying to be who they want to be and accepted for that, that I think it's time that we could do the work for all of you. Um, and so that's sort of, I love that the album is, is uh, coinciding with pride at this time um, for all of those reasons and 
the culmination of all those reasons. Well, we're going to put uh, move uh, uh, Adina Menzel's new dance song, which is amazing, mm -hmm. dedicated to the LGBTQ community. Her new and upcoming dance uh, project, Drama Queen, is going to be out August 18th. And on Queer News Tonight, we're going to be talking a lot about it uh, up uh, to its uh, debut. And make sure uh, you pay attention to this new music. You're going to hear Adina Menzel, the Broadway belter, in a completely different way. Uh, which is just absolutely center lane for the LGBTQ community. I'm looking forward to coming over to St. Petersburg. I'm in Fort Lauderdale yeah. right now, but I'm coming. And uh, we're, we're all so excited that you're coming to Florida. And uh, perhaps we'll have an opportunity to talk. Uh, uh, I would love to meet you. Yeah. Yes. And Hannah, who's on, can make sure that we meet backstage, you know. Uh, be really that would be really lovely. I love this interview so much. Thank you. Thank you. Adina Menzel, thank you for joining us at Unapologetically Queer.